Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Burkhardt. Welcome. So on today's episode, we're talking about the difference between capacity and potential. So I will just say this. I'm not so sure that I have like a, a, a good, solid answer to the question of capacity or potential. I'm going to share with you some discussions, um, some ideas, uh, some different ways to kind of play around with these two ideas. And I'll let you be the judge about whether you think what capacity or potential is more important to you. However, I'm really going to challenge you to break out of your current thinking to kind of go into how can I live kind of within my capacity and my potential. So rather than taking this as an either or, maybe in uh, a both and, okay? So let's play around with some ideas and make sure you're not only taking some notes on what I say today, if you would like, um, but I really want you to key in on what's popping into your head as I'm speaking, because I think that there are gonna be some ideas that pop into your head that are gonna be really, really important, okay? Awesome, enjoy. Right. So the other day I was having a discussion with somebody. Um, we just had this kind of impromptu uh, coffee chat actually online. Uh, and we were talking about all kinds of things. But one of the things that we, the topics we came on was the difference between capacity and potential. And it was very interesting, the evolution of our conversation. And it was so interesting that I actually got on Facebook a couple days ago. And that was my question of the day. Like, okay, we had this conversation. What do you guys think about capacity and potential? Oh my goodness. So many excellent responses and so many different ways to look at it. And I was like, man, is there, is there like you know, the right way to look at this, which of course now I, you know, after our, our episode yesterday, when we were talking about absolutes, I don't think there's a right way to look at it, but I thought, gosh, I'd share a little bit of it with you and have you really think about it. So at first we were talking about capacity and potential, like, oh, okay. So potential is like, uh, you know, you, you can potentially do anything and everything, right? It's, it's big, if you will. Um, and potential is always about kind of what's coming towards you. So what's in your future and it's about dreaming, right? So, so dreaming about what you want in this life in, you know, health, wealth, career, finances, um, you know, relationships, that kind of thing, which of course is amazing. And we all have a really great potential, don't we? And then we were talking about capacity and we said, you know, capacity is, if you will, you know, if you say, uh, you know, Josiah and, and my husband went shopping last night and they brought home uh, a gallon each of milk, lemonade and orange juice. And you know, Josiah said, there's not enough room for this orange juice. And I said, I know we only have a two gallon capacity in that refrigerator. So the refrigerator door has a limitation. It can only hold two gallons at a time. It can't hold three. It can't hold more. So it doesn't have a potential to hold anymore, right? It's got a capacity. It's limited. And when you think about capacity in like your skill development or your abilities or your strengths, right? It's a very much present tense thing, isn't it? So like, this is what I'm currently able to do. So for example, you know, when I was a baby, I could not ride a bike. 
Uh, when I was seven, I was a master at riding a bike. Uh, since I've had kids and it's been years and years and years, I might have regressed a little, but yet I probably could pick it up pretty quickly and I could probably even be better at my capacity for riding a bike. Okay. Um, same as with communication skills, you know, some people seem to have it and some people don't, but they're at a different capacity level, right? They still have a potential, but they have a certain capacity. Does that make sense? Okay. And then, you know, we, we started in our conversation talking about this idea of, you know, but we have these programs in our mind that really lead us to our actions, right? And so if you think about your capacity, that that's your current lim limitation, that's a program you've been given. So for example, if, you know, as a, a seven-year-old, you stumbled and fumbled when your teacher was having you read out loud in the class, uh, maybe you develop this belief that you're not a good reader. And so therefore you aren't a reader as an adult. S same goes for math skills. You know, so you say, oh, certain people have math skills and certain people don't. Well, I think we all have them. We have the potential to have them. But sometimes we are given a program about our skills that puts a capacity, a cap on our capacity, right? And then I, I started to think about it this way. Well, wait a minute. Let's, let's play around with this. So what about potential? Because if we all have potential, and I believe we do, how come we don't do anything with it, right? And I realized, you know, this idea of potential that you could literally do anything with your life is kind of scary. There's a lot of fear there. You know, it, there's too many choices, right? So the, the example I kept coming back to was, uh, I don't know if you guys ever have gone to Baskin Robbins. It, it, uh, here in the United States, we have Baskin Robbins. There's not as many as there was when I was a kid, but you basically go into the ice cream shop and they say that they have 31 wonderful flavors. In reality, it's like 300. Uh, but you go into the store and, and you look around and you're like, oh my gosh, there's all of these options, which seems great, right? But when you have to choose one, how do you choose? And, you know, if I choose one, then I'm not choosing others. And if, as a kid, if I only have this, like, I'm going to get this once in like, I don't know, three months, this is important. How do I make this decision? Right? Because what if I get a kind that I don't really like? And now what? right? I wasted my opportunity. So what I would do, uh, honestly, I, I found one flavor that I liked. I love Baskin Robbins Rocky Road ice cream. I don't know what it is about it. I've always loved it. So I knew exactly where it was in the store. So what I did when I was a kid was I'm not looking at all those other flavors. Are you kidding me? I, I might make a, you know, take a risk and it might not work out for me. So I'm going to go exactly right to my Rocky Road. So here's all of these wonderful options, the great potential that's out there. But what am I doing? I'm choosing the same flavor over and over and over again. And I'm going right to the cap on my capacity. Does that make sense? So out of my fear, because there's too many decisions and what's going to happen, I basically have a non-action. Okay. I think that happens a lot in life too. It's easier to kind of blame everybody in our life for why we can't have more because then we would have to like step out and make something happen. And then, you know, I, I look at this idea of capacity and yes, you know, there, you can look at it as a limiting thing, right? Um, if you have a capacity for 
let's say you have a capacity for numbers, but not necessarily communication. Okay, so numbers comes easily to you, but communication, not so much. So you might have limited choices. So maybe you self-select as an accountant, right? Um, but you're, you're taking a step towards that and you say, okay, I know what I'm good at. I'm going to take a step, right? So maybe your capacity in that area gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you have a lot of potential in that area, but yet you don't develop your capacity in other areas, so out of your limited choices, you take faith, you know, in, in that I'm good at this and I'm going to have action in this, right? I, I think the key here is really not about what we have inside us, but really what we're willing to own about what we have inside us. Okay. What we're willing to give permission to. Because we all have capacity for great things. And if that's the case, if we all have potential for really great things, how come we don't go out and, and fulfill that potential? Okay. So I think number one, it comes down to identity. Honestly, most things do. Your identity, how you look at yourself, your self-image. So if you see yourself as perfect and developing, Okay. So this idea that I am a perfect version of myself right now. And remember, we've talked about this. So, you know, if you need to go back and use our, the search engine, um, and look up perfect and you'll get all kinds of stuff. So you're perfect and you're developing. So I'm not going to hang my hat on this version of myself right now, because look at me, I'm so awesome and wonderful. I'm also going to develop my skills, right? So for example, I've been a speaker and a trainer for a number of years. I've spoken at, you know, 200 to 250 live events every year for the last 10 years. Uh, actually this, this year in 2020, it's because of the, the magic of zoom land. Uh, I'm a, a little over 270 live events, which I find fascinating. Uh, but all that to say, you know, a lot of people would look at me and say, oh my gosh, you're an amazing speaker. First of all, yes, I am. I can, I can say that. I can tell you that I was not when I started and I can tell you that right now I've gotten so much better. Absolutely. And every single time I speak, I'm evaluating where am I at with my skill level? So if you were to say, let's say there's 10 things that a speaker needs to know how to do. And I go through and I give myself, you know, one to 10 ratings for each of them. Something that I, I would have even five years ago, given myself a rating of an eight or a nine. Now I'm back to a two or a three. And you say, well, why? Because you're so much better at it than you were five years ago. Ah, yes, but I'm learning so much more. And so now I'm at a two or a three because I have a new awareness of something else that I need to work on right? So that's the idea of I'm perfect and I'm developing. And I think when you have that, the perfect part is here's my capacity. And the developing part is I'm developing into my potential. Okay. Um, I think it, you know, your identity also allows you to access your current capacity. So it says, yes, this is what I'm good at, but it allows you to extend and create and to raise your capacity. So again, why don't you see people acting out their lives like this, right? And I think it's fear. Fear is the biggest betrayer of your higher self. You might want to write that down. Fear is the biggest betrayer of your higher self. Marianne Williamson, who's becoming one of my fast book mentors, and she's still alive, so she's not in the old dead guys club, but, uh, 
there's a quote that I read the other day and it, and it just keeps coming back to kind of haunt me. Uh, I'm chewing on it. And it says the difference between people living their potential and those who don't is not the amount of potential itself, but the amount of permission they give themselves to live in the present. I'm going to read that one again. The difference between people living their potential and those who don't is not the amount of potential itself, but the amount of permission they give themselves to live in the present. So what is she saying? She's saying, listen, we all have potential. Potential is great, but if you don't do anything with it, then what is it? You'll, you can die with potential, right? We all do. Every single one of us dies with potential. You know that, right? So what she's saying is that permission, you know, this choice to really step out of your fear and and say, I'm going to go do it is really important. So for example, you know, if you look at successful people in life, listen, it's not about the money that they have or their power or their position or their background. It's about permission. You know, for example, a a really good mentor of mine, Paul Martinelli, his story is how he went from, you know, uh, you know, somebody with a horrible background, similar to mine, but, um, you know, he was really in this place. He was a high school dropout and he started a cleaning company with $250 and how he created it into multi, multi-million dollar businesses. He's highly successful now. And most people would look at him and say, first of all, there's no way that you should have what you have now. Um, but secondly, he, he rose into his potential because he gave himself permission. And a huge part of his story is how he was going through that, like, um, I guess, chrysalis time, if you will, uh, being in a, in a, a cocoon and having people speak into his life and him realizing how much that he had to make that decision, give himself permission. And, you know, I, I also have a client right now who's really struggling. Um, she has a lot of money. Okay. So she has a lot of money. Now we're doing some psych K sessions because she's worked with a ton of mentors and coaches and she's not able to really turn this money mindset around. And she freely admits the reason that she's not successful. She has the money. She has the power. She has the potential, but she says, I, there's something not right with me in that she can't give herself that permission. So we're, we've actually been working on some self-image stuff lately and it, I, she's starting to see some improvement. So she says, Michelle, it's, it's not about the connections because I'm a highly connected person. Um, it's not about how much money you have because I have that. It's that there's all of these options. So she, what she's doing is she says, I love your analogy of Baskin Robbins. I'm only going for the one option. And I said, I know you've got all of these other things that are out there. All you got to do is throw some ideas and, and money and, and uh, people towards it. Boom, you got you got more success. But you see, she can't make those choices until she gives herself permission to make the choice. So are you waiting for your potential or your dream or are you uh, living it today? I think that's really the question. Have you given yourself permission to be awesome today? I hope you have because you are awesome. See, I I think some of us aren't ready to be uh, adults yet, if you will. Uh, I was reading in, uh, I don't know why I was doing, I think I was trying to understand one of my children. I pulled out one of my human development books and I was reading in there and it just, there were some aha moments there. Um, But it talked about the idea of this potential 
definitely in very different terms. So I'm not going to use all those terms because they're very hard to pronounce and explain. But uh, the essence is that teenagers dream about the future, right? If anybody who's ever had a teenager, they understand this. They dream about the future. Now, sometimes the future can just be, you know, what am I going to do this weekend? Sometimes it's, hey, I hope I make the football team. Sometimes it's, oh, you know, what's going to happen when I, when I move out of this house, right? So they're dreaming about the future. And mature adults, while we don't want to put the dreaming away, mature adults are putting step in front of step to make their dreams a reality today. Okay. They take joy in today's dreams. So not just the ho-hum of everyday life, but really thinking through like, what am I doing today? That's not only moving me forward, but how can I appreciate where I'm at today? Okay. So, you know, where are you at? Are you always dreaming about your potential or are you living from your, your place of capacity today? Now, uh, John Maxwell actually wrote a book not too long ago. It's called No Limits. Highly recommend it. We just did a mastermind group on this one uh, a few months ago. Amazing conversation, but he goes through all of these different uh, capacities so that, that you might have in your life. And, he, and the essence is how can you uh, be self-aware of all of these capacities? So he does ask you to kind of assess yourself as you go through. And he gives uh, advice about how to, in his words, blow the cap off your capacity. So instead of just acknowledging this is who I am, saying, okay, this is who I am and this is how I could be a better version of me. So I would highly recommend that one. Okay. So, you know, where are you at with this idea of capacity and potential? And where would you like to be? Would you like to be, you know, living in, in your capacity towards your potential? Or would you like to be living in capacity like, this is my box, I'll be safe in my box? Or are you going to be the person who's like the teenager, always dreaming about what's in your potential, but never doing anything about it? Okay. Now I can tell you this, that our life on purpose program can actually help with this. Uh, there's three things that this program, I'm not going to talk about this too much. I know I've already talked about it a little, you can follow the link for sure. Uh, but the life on purpose program, what that does is it helps you to identify the fears that are holding you back. That's really, really important. So knowing your particular fears, it also helps you develop what I call your perfection identity. So seeing how awesome you are and allowing you to, uh, it allows you to live your dreams today. So, so looking at this is who I am. This is who I want to be. This is how I can live today. Okay. So if you're interested in that and you want to join us in the program, follow the link. It'll tell you everything you need to know. Okay. Awesome. So thank you so much for showing up today. I really appreciate it. I never take it lightly when you choose to spend some time with me today. Uh, I hope that this has really added value and, and got you thinking and maybe chewing on these ideas a little bit like I have been the past few days. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.